Hello everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today for episode one of the Spirit Speaks podcast. If you don't already know who I am, my name is Veronica Giamanco. I like to refer to myself as a divine channel or a channel for the divine, for the creator. I have been channeling spirit for many years. I remember being really young, so like I remember like basically doing it my whole life. Um, outside of being a divine channel, I do a lot of other things. I just don't like putting labels on everything, but I am also a Reiki master. I do Akashic healing and um, facilitate Akashic record sessions. I am also a spiritual mentor and spiritual teacher. And... I think, well, I also read astrology <laughs> and I read tarot. I mean, I do a lot. Um, I look at everything as a tool. So I don't like to like label myself as an intuitive reader or an Akashic reader or whatever the case may be. I utilize all of my tools to help me as a spiritual healer in, <clears throat> in helping others achieve the healing that they want to see for themselves. But I want to really thank all of you who have been here since the very beginning. Um, yeah, I'm really guilty of being super lazy when it came to this whole podcast. This is the third time we are launching because I launched this podcast early 2023. Then I took a break. I decided to come back like... July 2023 timing was off I was going through a lot of changes and then I had said to myself okay we're gonna do it first thing January timing still was not right and timing did not present itself until now especially with entering February and interesting enough it's 2224 so that's not a mistake because twos are my numbers and my favorite number is also four so if you haven't already heard me talk about this I was born at exactly 2 22 p.m <laughs> so I love twos um four is a very significant number for me as well so not a coincidence that we are in the year 2024 that I'm finally getting myself together for this podcast but no truthfully thank you to those of you who are back again when I decided that I was going to relaunch I said to myself, okay, what is the vision? And what channeled in for me was, this is just going to be one more tool in helping me connect with all of you and one more platform in helping spread spiritual teachings in terms of what I know to be true. Because I will never speak on behalf of anyone and all of us spiritual healers and spiritual practitioners see the world through a different set of eyes and that's okay. And for me, it's very important for me to just stick with what I am shown and what I know and not be judgmental of what other people say because it's going to look differently for everyone. So this is truly from my perspective in terms of my spiritual connection and my spiritual healing abilities and gifts. So again, if you're here for that, great. I appreciate you. 
And I also had, you know, to sit with myself and decide what this was supposed to look like. So the previous episodes that had been uploaded, I archived and said to myself, we're going to go ahead and we're going to, we're just going to start over and see how it goes. And so here we are today talking. And for those of you who don't already know who I am, I really want to connect with you and give you a little bit of an understanding of who I am and how I got started. So a little bit about me, a little old me. I am a Taurus sun, Virgo moon, and I am also a Virgo rising. I was born May 18th of 1994, so I will be turning 30 this year. So definitely going through the whole Saturn return for anyone who understands astrology. Yeah, it's been a struggle. It's been crazy. I knew from a very early age that I had, I I don't guess at the time, like a spiritual gift of some sort. I just knew. I just knew that I was kind of odd, I guess. (laughs) Um... I don't know how to explain it. I just knew I was a weirdo and I knew that I was always just kind of like in my own world. I never fit in. I was always just kind of alone even when not alone. But my first memory of like my first spiritual experience, I guess you could call it, was around the age of like eight or nine when I saw the angel of death that came and visited me. And it wasn't until years later that I would come to understand what that represented. And within, you know, and again, I'll, I'll be bouncing all over the place with this, but there is something here for you to take with listening, obviously, because I, this is why I named the podcast Spirit Speaks. I truly feel like Spirit Speaks through all of us. And if you were divinely guided to listen, there's something for you to take from this. So within the spiritual path, you are given a gift and a curse. And I'll talk about this, but I remember waking up in the middle of the night because I felt like somebody was staring at me. And I remember looking back and I remember seeing this tall, shadowy figure just towering over me. And he was just looking at me. And I don't even know how to explain it. I just knew it was a he. But he was like this black shadow with a skeletal face. And I remember it was the most scariest looking thing. To this day, when people ask me how to describe this, they laugh at me because I grew up in a household full of boys. So, you know, wrestling was a thing. And the way that I like to describe this character, thing, entity is I'm like, no, I'm not even kidding. It looked, it reminded me of The Undertaker when The Undertaker would come out during his intros and like the lights would be off and he would be with like the full black trench coat or whatever you want to call it with the boots and the hat. That's exactly what this thing looked like. And I remember looking it in the eyes and I remember it looking back at me. It didn't even have eyes. It was like a skeletal face. So I was like literally looking beyond him. And I remember feeling really scared, but I remembered... I brushed it off through the blanket over my head and just told myself to go back to sleep that I was probably dreaming. And I brushed it off, didn't think much of it. And it wasn't until a couple of weeks later, I heard one of my siblings in the kitchen crying, telling my mom like she was having these episodes of like sleep paralysis where 
She couldn't move and there was this black shadowy figure in her room that was scaring her and that she couldn't scream as this was happening. And I remember my mom chiming in and my mom was also describing pieces of this person or this thing. And I was like, holy crap, they are talking about the same thing that I saw. So now I know this is real. And now I know that, um, yeah, now I have reason to be scared. And I remember running in and I started like saying things like, oh my God, did he have a hat on? And did he have boots on? And they were like, oh my God, you saw it too. And then we all realized we were seeing the same thing. And um, the whole long story to this, and after a couple of weeks, my mom ended up chasing this entity out of the house, but because he came back several times, and I never really understood it until later on when I started having my first real spiritual awakening, and I started hearing the calling from the creator of what my life's work was going to be, and around the age of 18 a lot of things started shifting for me like all other 18 year olds you're growing up you're finally you're legally an adult but for me I was going through some really harsh lessons at the time and I remember hearing the creator himself come in and really speaking to me and I remember him saying you will have to choose what it is that you want to do I am going to gift you these abilities these gifts, if you want them, they are yours, but they come with a curse. And at the time, I was going through so much and I I was beginning to panic a little bit because I wasn't necessarily sure how to use these abilities that I already had. Like I already had a high level of intuition. I was already channeling. I just didn't know how to use it because nobody at the time that was around me in my family had these gifts. I was kind of going through it all on my own. I remember my mom telling me like she thought I was going crazy and um, it was just really difficult for me. And I remember just kind of feeling like the world was ending and you know a lot of it was probably just you know you're you're shifting and you're changing and you're not a kid anymore but I had heard the creator say to me like you have to choose if this is what you want to do do you want to help people with what you already know and what you know that you have to use as your tools and I kind of made that deal at that time. I basically accepted it. And I remember having like this whole out of body experience and talking to him and realizing like, okay, like I can do this. And I started seeking out spiritual help from other people. I started going psychic crazy, paying readers at every street corner, trying to look for someone who was willing to help me. Along my way, I got scammed by a lot of different freaking psychics because I'm an idiot. You know, again, as an 18-year-old kid, just so desperate for help, giving all of my money away to these people who were promising me, you know, help and mentorship and all the good stuff. You know, I think we've all kind of had our moments, our weak moments, and we are preyed upon by people who are looking and seeking vulnerable individuals who are going through a hard time for their own benefit. And um, I fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. And it happened to me over and over and over again. And um, that's okay. That was just a part of my journey. And so, you know, what people don't realize is when you accept the calling, you are making a deal with God at the same time, you are also making a deal with the devil and people who are maybe stuck in, 
you know, the religious mindset may not understand that. And I get that. And that's okay. And this is not to judge anyone who is religious. However, I think people need to have, you know, a more open mind to understanding how the universe works. And what I have been shown is that the creator and the devil work hand in hand together in order to help push you wherever it is that you're going, whether that be for good or for bad. And it's going to be on your free will on who you decide to listen to. So the reason that I say that they work hand in hand is because when you choose the spiritual path, you are basically giving yourself up to be able to be present for other people, to be able to help other people. I accepted God's offer in choosing to walk the spiritual path. But there was also this double-edged sword, right? Because then you also have to make your deal with the devil of what your curse is going to be that you're going to walk around with in order to do the healing work. For me, I know this is, again, um, it's a lot and it's probably going to be hard for the average person who's not spiritual to understand, but just follow me here. I, my, my curse that I agreed upon was always going to be myself getting in the way of myself and having to work through my own blockages because I create my own blockages. I am truly my own worst enemy. And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because it comes hand in hand with why I was even presented with the angel of death so early on in my life. My curse was always going to be me getting in my own way and me getting in my own head to the point that it would manifest through suicidal thoughts. And that's something that I've struggled with for many years. And I've always been very open and transparent about my journey in order to help others in knowing that you are not alone if this is something that you are going through. You know, there are people out there who can say, well, no, you're just mentally ill and you're sick and you're depressed and you need to be on medication. Yes, maybe. But I truly believe that we manifest our physical ailments through our soul. And so... um. You know, that's just been my battle from day one. It always has been. It always will be. And it's something that's never going to go away because that is what I agreed to, to, you know, take on with taking on this healing path. I am my own worst enemy, but it's the only way for me to work through battling my inner demons to help battle your inner demons when you're working with me. And, you know, there's so many different pieces to this story that we'll get into, especially with, you know, having that fine line of walking the dark side and walking through the light side. Because if you are someone who is here, such as myself, as a healer to transmute negative energy and negative forces and to raise the frequency and raise the vibration of those lower, you know, vibrations to like raise it so that it's something positive then you kind of have to learn how to walk through both sides how do you expect to fight the negative forces if you are not familiar with their realm and within their home space so trust me when i've when i sit here and i say to you i've been he i've been through hell and back several times and 
every single time I survive it, that is how I come back and help transmute the energy and help help everyone else who's going through something similar or just helping you in general with whatever problems people come to me with. So again, there's a lot to that that we'll go through as time goes on and we'll comb through the different layers. But, you know, back to my own personal journey, um, I spent a lot of my 20s wasting time, to be honest with you, because I agreed at a very early age, again, age 18, 19 years old, that I wanted to go ahead and take the healing path. But I resisted it so much and I resented it so much because it was so hard. I lost everything. And when I say everything, I mean, I lost every single family member. I lost every single friend. I was truly out on my own, walking the world in my own loneliness. And it was scary at times and it was very difficult. But I think I made it worse for myself because although I I said, yes, I'll take this path. I resented it so much because of the harsher lessons that came with it. And then I kept straying off of it and I kept, you know, pulling backwards and I kept going back and forth and wasting so much of my time and saying, okay, well, this is great. And I would like then turn around and look at it as a hobby and then try and find another career outlet or another way of making money. And it never worked out for me. You know, um, uh, very early on, I got the opportunity to work in the mortgage banking industry, which was great but it wasn't my calling. And then, you know, I shifted to wanting to sell real estate. Again, wasn't my calling. Then I spent a little bit of time in the beauty industry. And once again, was not my calling. So every single time I stepped off the path, I was learning really harsh lessons that were trying to push me back into alignment to be able to step back on the path. And you know, again, every time I stepped off, I was having major tower moments in my life. And I know that was God's way of saying like, what are you doing? You, you know, this is what is not aligned for you. And this is not what you want to be doing. And believe it or not, even though I took this journey really early on, I actually did not finally surrender to it until maybe about 2019, where I said, okay, this is this is what I want to do. I'm not going to give up no matter how hard everyone, you know, around me makes it because they don't believe in it and they can't support it. I am going to just keep telling myself that I am here to serve the creator and I am going to keep walking in my truth and my path for what was good for me. And you know, sometimes it's hard to make decisions like that for yourself when there are so many contributing factors such as family, friends, maybe you're married, maybe you're, you have kids. And the reality is you have to do what's good for you. You cannot live your life for other people. When you are, you know, again, um, just speaking for myself, being married, entering this particular line of work. Um, my husband thought I was insane. He didn't necessarily fully believe in it at the time. And he just couldn't understand why I kept wasting my time with this. And I had to keep pushing forward. And I had to keep saying like, this is for me, it's not for you. And sometimes that's really, that's a really hard decision to make and people will look at you like you are the devil and you are demonized because you're doing something for yourself and you have people telling you that you need to be considerate of the people around you and that you need to also understand how your decisions affect other people and yeah I guess but at the same time 
You cannot, I'm telling you this, you cannot live your life like that, being so worried about other people because at the end of the day, it is not your responsibility to make other people happy and to please other people. You know, um, what I learned through my marriage is that as a married couple, you should never depend on each other to make each other happy and to make, you know, to create that happiness for one another. Um, You should have that happiness already for yourself. And you're basically just coming into the marriage, um, you know, having what makes you happy, allowing for your partner to have what makes them happy and just being two happy people together. And I think a lot of people fail to realize that and we fall into people pleasing and we fall into feeling like we need to conform to what the other person is needing from us because they think that their happiness depends on us when that is not true. So those are just some early lessons that I learned. And I had to say to myself that no matter what, I'm going to continue moving on. And I have. And every single time that I've ever been harshly judged, I had to learn to block that out. Because sometimes those outside forces are actually Satan trying to like get you to walk off the path. He doesn't want you to be happy. What people don't realize is Satan and all of the lower vibrational beings on this planet, they feed off of human misery. And, you know, um, they're going to do everything that they can to keep you stuck, to keep you stagnant, to keep you unhappy. And it's on you to break those patterns and to break those cycles in order for you to fall into alignment and, and find what makes you happy. So, you know, sometimes it's it's going to come down to choosing you over everyone else and that that is okay. Um, had I learned those lessons before, I would have been able to step into my power much sooner. But again, everything is divine timing and you can't live for other people. And here's the thing too, if you're a mom or a dad and you know, obviously you have kids, I know a lot of people will tell you to be considerate of how your decisions affect your kids and, and so forth and so forth. The reality is one day your kids will grow up, they will have their own lives, and you want to make sure that what you are left with resonates with your soul, it makes you happy, and that you are fulfilled. So you got to look at it as when your kids are gone one day because they're all grown up and they have their own lives, are you going to look back and say, oh, I wish I would have done this so that I would have had this now? Like, no. So, you know, um, for my parents out there who are, you know, trying to move through decisions and and you want to be considerate of your kids feelings here's what I have to say to you as advice always put your kids first in terms of their needs making sure that you're being present for them and that you're you know raising them um, within the highest level of love however you need to really let them learn their own lessons you need to let them be their own people and um, you also have to be able to do what's right for you and do what makes you feel happy because at the end of the day, your kids are going to know when you're not happy and you're not fulfilled and that will affect them. So do what is in alignment with you and if it truly makes you happy and it's not affecting them in a negative way and it's for, you know, it's for the greater good. So you got to just go with the flow of what's good for you and stop worrying about other people's thoughts and their judgments. A lot of people used to ask me like how how I can be so confident in my work and the reality is I'm I'm actually 
not very confident at all. However, I just know that what channels through to me is directly from the creator himself. And, you know, um, I have confidence in him. So I'm not worried about myself in that aspect. Um, but what has helped me continue to move through my path is not allowing for the outside noise to get in my head um, in terms of like what I'm doing. Like it took me a really long time to really not care about putting myself out there on social media because I used to be so worried about what everyone was going to say about me and what they were going to think. And finally, when I reached the point of not caring and just being myself that's when I started seeing the growth within my spiritual business and seeing the growth in what I was doing. And um, that's where it really kind of started making me feel like, okay, like I can do this. Like I can help people. And I started getting messages about how people were resonating with me because I was being my authentic self. And, you know, when you are in alignment and you are your most authentic version of yourself, then you will call in those soulmates where you'll have those soulmate clients who are meant to work with you come in and everything is just very aligned and everything is very, you know, easy. Um, Again, nothing is easy, but you, it makes it easier to call in who you're meant to be interacting with. But, um, back to my journey. Um, you know, I strayed off the path a lot and I got a slap on the hand with a ruler by the creator every time I did. And, um, finally 2019, I decided to dedicate myself to the path and I surrendered and I said, I'm not going back no matter how hard this gets. And no matter how many people say negative things about me, no matter how many people judge me, I'm doing this. So I started my journey with Reiki and, you know, again, um, back in the day, back, back in the day when I was like 18, I learned how to read tarot. I was learning how to use my intuition. I was learning at the time what was like channeling in then um, to be able to like do readings. But it never really went beyond that until I jumped in and surrendered. And then 2019 came. I started um, doing Reiki. What happened was I, again, I don't believe in coincidences and I don't believe anything is by mistake. One day I was actually watching a YouTube video by some influencer and she's like having a random conversation with her followers about going and, and getting a facial. And she starts mentioning how the person who did her facial also did Reiki. And so she starts talking about how this woman here in Los Angeles was like giving her a Reiki. She starts talking about her personal experience in going through a major energetic purge and a physical purge after this Reiki session. And I'm thinking to myself, what is this? I never heard of Reiki before. So I started Googling around like Reiki locally and nothing was really coming up. But Finally, I get a hit and it's for a Reiki master out in Westlake Village, California, which is local to me. And I remember sending her this long email asking her, like, what is Reiki? I'm interested in <clears throat> getting a session, but I wanted more information. I heard the download of this is going to be a major part of your life path. You need to actually go and get taught by this woman. And I was like, whoa, like here, I'm just inquiring about a service. And the universe is telling me like, no, you need to go learn this. So I hit send on the email. And before even getting a response, like literally as I'm like sending this, 
I'm getting the downloads. Two minutes later, I end up pulling my debit card out and I book a session anyway. And it was funny because I remember getting the Reiki Masters email back and she was like, well, I see you scheduled a session. So um, we'll talk when you come in. And I remember coming in for the session. I remember that session being life-changing for me. I remember feeling the sensation of everything she was doing. I remember feeling my chakras activating and opening. And it was like this really cool experience. It was really zen. She had this room in her home that was like, you know, had really pretty lights. And it was like dark. And she had crystals everywhere. And she had the massage table out and the music going. And she like had me close my eyes. I might have even fallen asleep. And I remember her like putting the blanket over me. And then I remembered like just her going through the seven chakras. And I remember just feeling the sensation, like the vibration, everything moving. And it like fascinated me. I was like, holy crap, like I need to learn this ASAP. And I did. Reiki truly changed my life. I mean, I am forever grateful for it. It was a pivotal moment in time for me to be exposed to something so amazing and utilizing it in my own healing journey. I did a lot of personal healing and transformation through um, Reiki for myself. I remember buying like several packages back to back and committing to doing it once per week. And it really helped me shift and change into the person that I am today. And I'm forever grateful for that. That whole Reiki journey opened up a lot for me. And I'll talk about this more in depth at a later time. But you know, after Reiki, I remember um, hearing the creator come in again and say, okay, you're going to come across the next big thing that you need to learn that I need you to learn in order to, again, shift your frequency, help you elevate so that we can continue this journey. And that's when astrology came in. So I ended up learning how to read birth charts. And that was amazing. That was life changing. With the astrology. I feel like it really helped me understand my own energy and how it works. And again, this is something else that we'll get into later on because there's just so many different topics and so many different tiers of things that we can talk about and tools that can be used to help you step into your power, help you understand the energy that is available to you. Every single one of us is different and every single one of us has a different blueprint to our soul. So what works for you may not work for me and vice versa. So I love birth charts because it is specific to you and your soul. I truly believe that the birth chart is the soul contract that you signed coming into this world. So what better way to understand yourself than understanding the soul contract and the lessons and the traumas and the relationships and all of the things that you agreed to in this lifetime through your birth chart. So um, I learned how to read birth charts and then then after that, I once again heard the creator come in and say, okay, so the next big thing is here. And every single time I like got this download, I'm not kidding, like the same week, like it would come in very clearly of what the next big thing was. And this particular week, I remember my friend was talking to me about getting an Akashic record session because her father had passed away and she was told that she could connect through her father through an Akashic record session. So she booked one and was like, and, and mind you, she had the session like months before this conversation even took place, but she was just talking to me in conversation and said, oh yeah, like I had my Akashic records read and this came up and I was like oh what's that and like I didn't understand what that was and 
funny enough, I start trying to Google it and there was like no information on Akashic records whatsoever. Like I couldn't find an Akashic teacher. I, I just had the worst time. Like the only thing I happened to come across was an opening prayer that was uploaded to Google. And I remember I like followed the directions of the opening prayer. And I remember immediately what I was shown was a past life. And I, I immediately knew this was a past life in Egypt that I had. And so I was like, okay, this is really interesting. Whatever this Akashic Records stuff is, I want to learn more of. So I remember kind of going through this period of like looking for someone, couldn't find anyone. A couple weeks go by and by, again, no coincidence, all of a sudden, the person that I was learning astrology under starts posting on Instagram about an Akashic Records um, person that she came across that had read her records. And this person just so happened to be having their level one course that was going to be opening up in the following weeks. Boom. That's when I knew, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Here it is. Here's the person. I got to I gotta purchase this course and do this. And so... Um, that's how the Akashic Records opened up for me. And ever since, it's just been like this constant learning and this constant like lesson of like, you know, figuring out what works for me, what doesn't. And I've finally reached a point where I've fine tuned my abilities, even though they're constantly growing and they're constantly, um, you know, elevating. I now see the bigger picture of what I'm meant to be doing and how my healing work looks. So I'm going to leave it here for now. We will, uh, I guess, dive deeper in part two of this but if you've made it this far thank you so much I really appreciate every single one of you and again the reason for this whole thing I truly believe that whatever I'm you know told to talk about is for a very divine reason and it's meant to help someone out there so again thank you for listening and have a wonderful day